this is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that he practices every day that allows him to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader, his primary focus in life is how to add value to his life and every other person that he meets. He's a father, he's a leadership coach, he's a trainer and a speaker, and he instills his values and his beliefs into others. Listen in and learn how these simple techniques are ones that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Misiel Diaz is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show 24 starts now. Welcome to the program, Misiel. Hey, Melanie, how you doing? Man, you are a special person in my life, and this is going to be a really fun podcast because what people know about me is that I've been going through this transformation, and it has started with becoming a speaker, coach, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and through that, I developed this Everyday Leader program to really lift people up that are doing everyday things that are great to inspire people. And I want people to know your story, who you are, because you were the first person that I met at the John Maxwell International Certification that said, hey, let me tell you what's worked for me. And you kind of became someone that I followed. I met you at the first lunch, sat down at your table, and, and I said, tell me what you've learned and help me understand how to absorb all of this material to be effective and to learn it from my life. So what'd you tell me? What did you tell me? I said, let me see, can I, do I have to quote or can I, can I paraphrase? (laughs) You can paraphrase. (laughs) I can. I said, listen, people in this program, they try to memorize every book and they try to, have a book for every single situation. But in my opinion, the best and most powerful book is The 15 Laws of Growth. Because if you learn the principles, not the book, don't learn, don't don't recite the book. Learn the principles of the book. Then you will be able to take it in any direction you want. And me being me, if I recall correctly, I believe I, I, I ask you and say, okay, just give me a word. And off I went, and probably I gave you a rant, but that was <laughs> you did. that was that was that was my advice, you know, to learn the principles of the book. Don't recite the book because you've been um, in front of John when he's coaching us, when he's training us, and he's not reciting the book paragraph by paragraph. He's actually just giving us the principles, and I was able to pick on that very early. And that's why I recommend it to everybody. And it's amazing because as I've taught a lot of the classes for the 15 laws and followed your lead, because you were kind of the mentor that I said, I want to follow what you're doing because you have been very successful in helping and coaching people and and the things that you're doing. And so I learned that and did these mastermind groups, which is just intentionally getting people together on the phone and discussing like a book club, um, Mm -hmm. but going through personal growth. And if people have not ever experienced personal growth, 
oh my gosh, what a journey. And so thank you for being on my program because you are very special in my life. And I want you to help people understand how long you have actually invested in yourself in saying, I'm going to, you know, invest in personal growth. How, what, what did that look like for you? Are we talking John Maxwell only or in general? Just in general, because you're so intentional about the things that you do. And so I want people on, on this particular podcast to get to know, you know, a little bit about you and, and the community that you serve and really how you've developed mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Melanie. And, and first of all, thank you for having me on also. I... I've never hosted a radio show or a podcast, although many people told me I should. I, I, there's one thing I've, I've become to understand, and it is that when you have a program like this, your most important asset is your audience. You would do anything for your audience. You would go leap and bounds for your audience because you, these are individuals, these are people that are taking their time to listen to what you have to say and to what you have to bring in your program. And as a result, you want to make sure that it's of value and that it's up to the standards of your audience. And opening the mics and allowing me to speak directly to your audience is very meaningful. And for that, I'm grateful. And I say thank you for that. So thank you very much. Thank you for trusting me to address your audience. Now, you know, my journey, my journey, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, somewhat, Different at the same time, I, I'm sure there is a lot of people out there that have that have a similar journey than mine. I come from parents that were pastors; they divorced. Um, with a lot of through a lot of struggles, I end up in the United States um, through a lot of struggle and and a very unique story. Caddying for a person that became my friend, that then become, became my sponsor to go to college. I managed to go to school and get two engineering degrees. And then from there, I managed to get a job and start managing people. And it, on my journey of managing people, I came across a person that told me, hey, listen, if you want to grow your team and if you want your team to do better, you got to do better as, mm. as the manager. He, at that time, he did not use the word leader. He said, as the manager of the team, you got to do better. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that triggered everything, you know, 2012. And I started looking into programs, different, different things. And that's when I started actually reading um, very intentionally, although there was no real structure behind it because my mentors were directly from YouTube and everything that I could find. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just doing it on my own. And, you know, fast forward a couple of years after that, two, three years after that, then it really became uh, um, more structure when I got closer to John Maxwell and the John Maxwell team, and I, be- and I began to invest. So when you ask about what, what is the cost, or, you know, what, what my investment has been so far, or what my journey has been, I'll tell you, it has been a journey of struggle has been a journey of breaking through a lot of uh, uh, misconceptions and stereotypical stereotypes within my community coming from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of the people within my community, they don't consume what I consume. They don't think the way I think. They don't, they don't, they don't dream the way I dream. So 
let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Because you you do a lot of Facebook lives on Thursday night to the Spanish community. But you have this whole, you know, your company um, is all about mindset, you know, and and I think that is so important because as leaders, we teach a lot about values and perspective, but it all comes back to how you put things into your mind is what you begin to believe. And you are such a coach on mindset. So when you say your culture, you know, doesn't have the same mindset, how were you able to think differently? Well, that starts, first of all, that starts recognizing that there is a, a higher power, there is something better, or, you know, there is something bigger. And let me tell you, and it starts also being open-minded, mm-hmm. Melanie. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by open-minded, so here's the thing. Many times, and, and for you that you are listening, if, if there is something that you will take note that you're going to take home with you out of this, I will start with this. There is a big difference between being open-minded and being tolerant. Yes. Okay? Yep. And we have confused the two. Many times we say, oh, I'm open-minded because I'm tolerant of Melanie doing certain things in front of me and I do not complain. Many times we say, oh, I'm open-minded because I'm tolerant of Misael saying or believing certain things and I do not complain. That's not, that's not open-minded. You're, you're being tolerant. Mm-hmm. You're tolerating me doing that. Let me tell you what open-minded actually means. When you are open-minded, you have your beliefs, and I have my beliefs. And when I am open-minded, I listen to your beliefs, and I challenge my belief with yours. And if what you have to say has a higher degree of truth, then I take away my belief and I adopt yours. Mm-hmm. That's open mind. That's open minded. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the willingness to reject or to take away my own beliefs and replace them with yours. As long as your belief, what you have to say and what you are doing and whatever it is that we are dealing with, has a higher degree of truth than mine then I replace that. That's being open-minded. And in order for me to, to, to break through and to adopt the mindset that I have and, and to adopt what I call a growth mindset, right, I had to come to the, the realization that I, don't, I not only have to be tolerant, I have to be open-minded and I have to change, take away my beliefs and adopt police with a higher level of truth and that, you know, make me better, that I'm bigger, better, that I can go farther than I am right now. That is a great lesson. And so help me help our listeners understand, you know, we talk about these, these people that are surrounding us, the the five people Uh or the five people that mentor us. If you don't feel like you're in the right environment, right? And the people that are around you have what you just experienced, what you talked about, right? It, they, mm-hmm. they have not an open mind. And so you're being influenced mm-hmm. by people that aren't helping you grow. What is your best recommendation to change that mindset? To change the mindset of the people that 
are not helping me grow to change my own mindset. So change your own mindset because a lot of people get stuck, you know, and when we coach, because we're both coaches and when we coach people, they, mm-hmm. you know, people will come and say, I, I'm in this environment and, and you hear, right, you hear through that experience and through the conversation mm-hmm. that there are just people that are stuck with the environment that is not allowing them to grow. And, and so to be able to help them right and and pull them into the right environments that's a really scary thing and there's a lot of sure. fear around it because it changes the people that you are around that influence you but the mm-hmm. the payoff right the payoff of having the different mindset um and having the open mindedness changes mm-hmm. changes your life yeah absolutely absolutely does so to, to go about changing the mindset is that you have to realize that people's opinion don't, don't, don't incarcerate you or, or until they do. Or what I mean by this is that you could become a prisoner of somebody else's expectation when you're trying to live up to their expectations yeah, so all true. the time. Yep. Okay, so you become a prisoner of somebody else's opinion because you are trying to make sure that that person is happy or that that person has a good opinion of you, right? We are now in our society, we've become good opinion chasers. We want to, we want, we are chasing the good opinion of others. And as a result of that, we forget about who we truly are and how much we can we can truly do and what our potential is and 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 in fact we forget our dreams and we begin to chase somebody else's dreams somebody else's expectations so if you want to change your mindset and get away from the environment the first thing that i would recommend you is that you need to look outside your, your environment so I will not go in depth into all of them. There are seven levels of of of, um, of awareness. Have you heard about this, Melanie? Yes. The, the, the seven level of awareness, right? And and in that process, there is mass, right? And and then in the process of of uh, you 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 grow. You are in the process of movement, right? And when you are in mass, everybody's looking in the same place. My point is that everybody's looking in the same place. It comes to a time when you have to sort of wake up and you have to lift up your head and realize that, hey, listen, although everybody's going in one direction, there is another path that I can take. Mm-hmm. But I need to lift up my head. I need, I need to lift up my head and, look, and, and dare to at least look. I have to dare to at least look around and realize that there is a different or a, a, another path that I can take. Because here's the thing. You will never, you will never get out of your environment until you see or are aware of a different environment. Mm, exactly. Awareness. Huge. Yeah. L- let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am originally from the Dominican Republic. For... The longest time in my life, I thought that New York was the rest of the world. <laughs> okay. So for me, as a child growing up, everyone that got in a, on an airplane was going to New York, regardless of where they were going. Regardless. You know, if you got on an airplane, in my opinion, when I was 12, 15, you know, 10, 9, 11, all of that, when I was that age, in my opinion, if you got on an airplane, you were either going to or coming from New York because New York was the only place in the world. 
That's it. You know, it, th there was only two pieces of land, in my opinion, in the world. It was only Dominican Republic and New York. And you were either in New York or Dominican Republic. Right? So, so for, for, for the longest time in my life, I envision the rest of the world with big buildings, skyscrapers, and, 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 and a lot of cars, and a lot of lights. That's, that's all I, I could envision. Here's the thing, though. The moment I realized that there was something else, I began to visualize something else. And once I began to visualize something else, my desire to travel to other places also appeared. Mm -hmm. See, you, see, you see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? So you are in an environment, and in order for you to get away from that environment, you need to first see or understand, become aware that there is another different environment that could be better mm -hmm. because you will not move until you actually see That is so true. And so many people, you know, the, it's the stuckness. It's the, it's mm -hmm. the I can't yeah. get outside of my comfort zone to mm -hmm. be able to see the possibilities, right? The possibilities mm -hmm. of what is, is going to be next. And, and so a, a lot of this is fear can paralyze you too, right? As you're in the Dominican mm -hmm. Republic. And I visualize the story of you saying, oh, there's only New York or people are only coming from New York. And when yeah. you when you learn that there's California, right? There's this other yeah. coast, and it's completely yeah. different. And so, what does that look like? Like, how do you go there? And you live in Boston, so mm -hmm. Boston is different from New York. Um, same, you know, same area of the country, but different. And and I know Absolutely. you, and we've talked a little bit about you know your environment in Boston, and you've really mm -hmm. kind of absorbed that and have have made that your community. Right, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and my listeners may not know this, but you are getting ready to move to Texas soon. Yes, and and so that's yeah. going to be a whole different change for you. And absolutely. And, and so, not fearful, but you're a very intentional person. And so, what you're mm -hmm. planning to do, not thinking about this as as painful, right? It's thinking about it as an opportunity now to kind of know what you what you know now and design this. We talk about the law of design, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I love yeah. how John Maxwell talks about the baseball game, you know, and you're looking, you're going to get a hot dog with three friends and you immediately sure. go to the counter and you say, well, which line shorter? And you all three separate because <laughs> you're, you, it's the strategy of who's going to get the order first so you can get back to the game. <laughs> Correct. But, Correct. But with you, right, we... Um, it's really interesting to understand your path and your plan, and now you're moving to Dallas. You're, you're making a trade-off for your family. Mm -hmm. And so tell, tell me how that feels, what your plans are to kind of work through the design of picking up from Boston and moving to Texas. Yeah, so here's the thing. You talked about trade-offs. You talked about design. You talked about being intentional. The first thing is let's talk about trade-off. So trade-offs are painful. They're difficult. They hurt because they're taking you away from your comfort zone. They're taking you away from what you know. Yeah. But the only way that anybody can grow, and here's another point for the audience if you want to take this, I will, I will pay attention to this. There's only one, there is only one route. I don't care how you paint it, how you call it. You can put any name to it. I can guarantee you the only way you can grow 
it's only one way. And, and it, the way growth happens is this way, Melanie. It's challenge, conflict, growth. Mm-hmm. Challenge, conflict, growth. Challenge. What's the challenge? The challenge is that I want to move to a different location. That's the challenge. The challenge is moving. The challenge is finding a place comfortable enough. The challenge is finding school for the kids. Challenge is um, getting all the money ready. The challenge is convincing the wife or the wife convincing me. The challenge is uh, telling customers or people that, that, that I'm already dealing with here in the Massachusetts area, hey, I'm going to be, you know, three, four hours away on an airplane from you, and now we're going to have to communicate over the phone. It's not going to be face-to-face. Very likely, that relationship is going to break. That's the challenge. Conflict. What's the conflict? Will you be able to do it? Who are you to do that? Since when, you know, you believe that now you are capable of leaving this area where you have everything. You know the name of the streets. You know your neighbor. You know your church. You know the schools. You know the principals. You know every single business. You know the stadium. You know everything. You know you can get around. You can walk. You can take the bus. You can take the tea. You can take whatever. You know everything in and out. That's the conflict. Will you be able to do it? People telling you, oh, man, don't go. The conflict. My mom lives like three blocks away from me. Mm-hmm. And she tells me, she tells me to my face, I'm praying for you now to go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that breaks your heart. Yeah. It, it, it's difficult. It's, it, it's a child, but that's the conflict. Yep. You see, that's the conflict right there. That's the conflict. And unless I overcome that conflict, I will not be able to experience my growth. Mm-hmm. So it, it's challenge, conflict, and then growth. So the second thing is that you need to be very comfortable in your, with yourself. You need to be very, very comfortable with yourself. Why? You see, I, I, I'll tell you this, uh, Melanie. I dated myself. I've, I've taken myself out on a dinner, and, and I bought myself a drink, and, 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 I had, and, and, and I had a romantic conversation with myself. I know myself you know, better than a lot of people know themselves. I, like, I'm comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. And that is the problem. That, 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 that's the problem, Melanie. So many people are so busy dating somebody else that they don't know themselves. Mm-hmm. That's so you know, true. They, 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 they have never dated themselves because they're too busy dating other people, mm-hmm. dating your expectations, dating your dreams, dating your potential, dating what you want to do, dating your desires, dating your projects. You see, I, I, I'm comfortable dating myself, my own fans, right? And, and in order for you to make this move and to grow, and, and to experience growth, you need to do that. Absolutely, you gotta you gotta do that because otherwise, and here's another word that you mentioned, you get stuck. <laughs> you you use the word stuck, and 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 here's what I would say: don't get stuck in somebody else's opinion. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't don't get stuck on that. Don't get stuck, you know. And and in terms of environment, and a lot of people do. Defi- yeah, a lot of people yeah. do. Oh, and- oh, we do. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a comfort zone. And, and it's really hard yeah. because you're yeah. making a big move. Like you have to, you're being forced, I would say. So your situation mm-hmm. is you're being forced. You've agreed, you know, with your wife that you're going to take all your family. You're going to move, you know, everybody to a different location, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's even hard when you think about this. It feels like that, right? It feels like that's what people have to do even to make small changes in their lives mm-hmm. when they're paralyzed by fear, 
right? That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It feels like you're taking everything and moving it to across the country or, or making these big changes when it could be just a little thing. It could be a little thing. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, finding new mentors, finding new friends, finding a hobby, finding, you know, finding little things to help you go through this, this challenge, this conflict and this growth and, and mm-hmm. not moving, not, not changing their environment completely, but um, that's the thing where, you know, giving people that identity, like you said, date yourself, find out what is mm-hmm. important to you so that you can work through the consistency, right? And when things are challenging to you to go through this, understanding there's challenge, then there will be conflict and there will be growth on the other side. That is mm-hmm. an amazing lesson. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I just absolutely. keep going, oh, fireworks are going off in my head. Like that is <laughs> so critical because of, you know, we go through it. Everybody experiences this. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think when you hear it from someone that you know and that you trust and that you, you know that they've gone through change and challenges and you've gotten, mm-hmm. you've gotten through it and you're growing because of it. So it hopefully... You know, it speaks to people, and it's not as scary as what you think it might be, right? Just take a deep breath. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Just, just, uh, just expose, exposed. You know, I, I like to constantly be exposing myself to bigger and better things, bigger and better people, bigger and, and better environments. And 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 you and I, uh, you know. We eat from the same plate. We eat from the same source. We have heard this many times is that when you are the best, the better in your class, when you are the strongest in your class, you are in the wrong class, mm-hmm. right? So so to you that are listening to me and that you're struggling to get away from your environment and, and, and you want to grow, but people are pulling you back, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Stop exposing yourself to mediocrity. Just so you can don't feel so, just so you don't feel challenged. You know, what I mean, like you, you don't want to feel challenged. You don't want to experience the challenge, and then as a result of that, you continue to expose yourself to mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that. Don't abso- absolutely don't do that because that's not going to help in any way to perform. So, you know, don't just simply go for whatever is bigger, for whatever is better. And, and last thing I'm going to say on that point, Melanie, I. When I when I teach these laws, when I teach the fifteen laws, and and one of the things I say is you gotta become really comfortable with being at the bottom of your class. Okay, be very comfortable with being at the bottom of your of your class. And people look at me. I I would love to see your face right now because people look at me <laughs> and and they look at me like, what are you talking about? Like, would you you, don't, you want me to be at the bottom of the class? Yes, I want you to be at the bottom, the very bottom of your class. It is just so that I want you to be in the best class that you can possibly be and be at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. See, here's the example that I use. See, in in my in my in, the, in my eight year old AA basketball league, right? If I'm at the bottom of that class, I got a problem. All right, but if I'm playing next to LeBron James mm-hmm. and I and and I am second, third, fifth to LeBron James. Then I'm doing I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. You see, you see what I'm going with this. So if you are if you are in a really really strong environment in a very 
growth nurturing environment in a in an environment that is looking forward in an environment that is that is always thinking ahead in an environment where growth is suspected in an environment where people are you know not afraid to fail in an environment where new things are tried and you are at the bottom of that class you are doing something right because that only is going to pull you right right that only it, it, you have no other choice but to grow up to that you know, the level of environment. But if you are in an environment where everybody else is weaker or not doing what you're doing and you are at the top, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong. And that's why, you know, Melanie, that's why growth, and take this, everybody, listen to this carefully, growth is not always more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes you think about, oh, growth means that I have to get more. No, growth sometimes it means that you have to, you're going to end up with less. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, because you're trading off, right? It is trading you, you're off. moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's being, I think you, you didn't really say this exactly, but I wrote down here, you know, vulnerability, right? And so yeah. you allow yourself kind of, it, it's scary, right? You allow yourself to be vulnerable in that environment around people that you're not going to be the leader. You're, you're going to be learning, right? And, mm-hmm. and so Absolutely. that's the real important part is being able to put yourself in, in being humble and being vulnerable mm-hmm. to that experience and knowing that on the other side, you may not, you know, you may not be LeBron James. <laughs> you may learn something <laughs> from it, but you also, you're going to give a lot. You're going to be able to give mm-hmm. some of your experiences to other people to help them grow. Um, Absolutely. So I, I want to talk to you about this lesson. I know you've taught this a lot, but I think you teach it so well. And mm-hmm. and and we get into it in the 15 laws because it's in one of the first few chapters. It's this law of the mirror. And mm-hmm. um, so explain to people, you know, John Maxwell, I love how he teaches us this law, but go through how you represent this. When you're in a class, when you're doing marriage classes, when you're doing leadership classes at corporations, when you're teaching at church, you know, the law of the mirror, it talks about you must see value in yourself to add value to others. And and you can start understanding this law and you can start looking at everyone in your life and their relationships <laughs> and start to yeah. process, you know, how they, how they feel about themselves in the world and then maybe how you can help them feel better about themselves, right? To, to kind of change, mm-hmm. change that perspective. So, Anyway, I'm going to be quiet now, and I'm going to let you take it away on that, because I love this law. See, it's, it's important. The, the, way, the way I read, I look, for, I look for patterns, and I look for tension, and I look for a, a, a trend that happened not only within the book, but within other programs or books that I have read, you know, many of them, mm-hmm. John Maxwell's mm-hmm. book. And, and remember what I said earlier is that in order for you to move into a different environment, you must see a different, you must be able to see it first, right? Right. So, it's, you know, it's, it's talking about your vision. It's talking about what you can visualize, what you can see, and you can only see what you are prepared to see. <laughs> all right. Yep. That, 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 that's all you can see. You, you you can see nothing that you're not prepared to see. That's why so many times. For example, I can 
I don't I don't think you're a doctor, but I can give you a heart right now and, and ask you to find a clock valve, and, and I don't think you're going to be able to spot it very easily. Right. And I mean, because you're not prepared to see that. And and if you look at the statement of of this law, the first the first three words it's like that. If you stop right there, you must see. Stop right there. You must see. You must see. I I gotta see first. I gotta see. I gotta be able to see it. You know why? Because and and then th- th- you must see. In yourself, you must see value in yourself. Why? Because if I'm not prepared to see it in myself, how would I be able to see it in you? Mm, exactly. You see, so and 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 that's that's the thing. In order for you to be able to grow and to be able to to add value to other individuals or to do whatever else is that you want to do, the first thing that you gotta do is that you it has to happen within you. That's that's why it, we use the word behavior. Melanie, that's why we use behave. Mm-hmm. Why? If you separate those two words, you first be and then you have. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> See what you okay. taught me today. <laughs> okay. So if you talk about behave, right? Behave yep. is you first, you, you are first be. And when you say be, in order, if you want to see, right, if you see, it's because you are be, right? So how do I be, right? How do I be? In order for me to be, I got to see, yep. right? If I want to be valuable, I have to see myself as someone who's valuable. If I want to be a person that transforms somebody else's lives, I got to be able to see myself as a transformational person. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? If I want to be worthy of whatever, I gotta see myself as someone who's worthy of that one thing that I'm trying to pass forward. So that's why we use the word behave. You first be, and then you have. Mm-hmm. You cannot have before you be. There you go. Oh, I love that. I am going to use that for the rest of my life. So that's just that, that's just the statement. Now, in this law, there's so many different things. The, the, you know, because it gives a story, right? It, it gives you the story about you know Janetta and going through her journey in life and and, and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 there is a part in this law, you know, where where it says that she looked at at one point she looked at herself in the mirror. And and I don't I don't recall exactly the words, but if you if you look at the uh, at the book, it, there is a part in the in the, in the story that she looked at herself in the mirror and she didn't like what she saw. She didn't like what she saw. But see, in order for you to grow, you first and and forgive me for using this word, but I like to use it just so I can get people's attention. You first gotta hate. You gotta hate. Yeah. What you see? Do you want to grow? Despise where you are. Right. Not not in an, not in an ungrateful way. Okay. Don't ever curse the rock that you're standing on. Okay. So don't curse the rock that you're standing on. But be, be but don't be satisfied. Don't don't be satisfied. Right. And, and 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 the other thing is that you gotta you gotta be able to celebrate because when you have nothing to celebrate. Okay, it's time for you to elevate, right? You gotta, you you gotta elevate yourself because if the, in the environment that you are in, it's been a long time since you celebrated something, right? You are no longer adding value, right? 
right? Because you, what is leadership? Leadership is moving forward. There's so many dif- definitions of leadership. Leadership is, is, is the ability for me to empower you to do things that I want to do, but I want, you, I want you to do it so you can take the credit, right? Leadership is that your failure is my responsibility and your success, you take the credit. That's leadership, right? And all of that. So if, if it's been a long time since you and I celebrated something, I'm no longer adding you value because I'm not elevating you. Mm-hmm. Well, right? so go ahead. No, no, no. And I love this. I, I want to touch on this because when, when you were talking, I wrote the word authentic down, right? And so when you look, okay. when you look in that mirror, uh, and I have a lot of people practice this, but looking in the mirror and saying, I am, right? I okay. am, you know, or, or I'm not confident or I, I'm not happy with myself. I am, mm-hmm. you know, fearful or, or whatever it may be. It's working through but being authentic so that you can grow. Because if if you, right, if you take a look in that mirror and say you want to exercise, right, which all of us mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. And say, you know, I, I am overweight. I am mm-hmm. not a happy person. I am, you know, I want to reach my goals. I, you know, whatever that is. And so if you are authentic, about that and honest, right? That's where mm-hmm. that's where you are able to then kind of come to terms with dating yourself, like you said in, in before, and and yeah. really understanding what are the principles that I need to do myself. How can I move myself forward to add value to me so that I can be, and then I can have yeah. those things and then help others in significance. That's the next step, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's. Uh, I, 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 True. And, 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 and you know, it's it's so powerful. I'm sorry that like it's hard for me to contact. <laughs> I, I, I love I love this so much because you see when you talk about the word authenticity and when you talk about you being you and and and, and integrity and all of that, I cannot I cannot um I cannot help myself but to think about character. Yep. Character, right? And and here's here's something I've done. In, in, in one of our masterminds, I, I've, I've done it twice. I, I've done this two times, and, and I'll pass it on to you and, and to your audience. Since you're talking about, you've been speaking about a mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about authenticity. I just want you to ponder on this, Melanie, and for the audience, think about this. How would you feel if when you look at yourself in the mirror, instead of seeing your face, you saw your character? That's powerful. How would you feel? Right? And I've literally, I've literally put a mirror in front of a group of people. And I challenge them to stand in front of the mirror and think of how they feel about their neighbor. Think about how you feel about yourself. Think about how you feel about the person sitting next to you or that person that you don't really like or that person that you criticize so much or all the lies that you have said or the wrong things that you've done and and, and the deceiving, whatever, right? Think of your character. How would you feel if instead of looking at your face, when you look, instead of seeing your face when you look at yourself in the mirror, you saw your character? How would would that feel? Mm And, 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 and when you, when I hear you talk about authenticity, that, that's what I, that, that, that's what comes to mind. You know, it's, it's your character. And here's the thing. There's three things that I teach within character, right? First of all, character is, is based on good values, 
It's based, it's based on good values. Character practice self-leadership. Character practice self-leadership. And third, which is connected to this law now, character values people. Yep. Regardless. It adds value to people. Okay? And, 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 and that's really important that we got to see, we got to see people for what they could be not for who they are at the moment, mm-hmm. right? And, and and we've spoken about that many times, so we have learned about that many, many times. So in this law, and let, let me go back to this law very briefly. In, in, in this law, we're talking about adding value to people. And, and when I talk about adding value, in order for me to add value to you, uh, Melanie, I need to have patience. Mm-hmm. I must be patient with you. Why? Why must I be patient with you? Why must I be patient with you? Because perhaps you don't grow as fast as I do. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't pick things. I add value to you when I listen to you. I add value to you when I walk at your speed and I try to make you walk at my speed. I add value to you when I'm not trying to, you know, simply yell at you from my level. Rather, I go down to your level to where you are because as leaders... As people who add value, we don't lead others. Or we don't add value from where you are. I add value to you from where you are. That is such a great lesson. So many, so many people are going through this at every stage mm-hmm. of their life. You know, it may be they're mm-hmm. learning something. They're in a new job. They're in a new environment. They've just gotten married. They're in a new family, right? And so you're trying to connect. My whole mm-hmm. thing is about connecting with people and and um, it, being able to do that is getting on their level, getting on the same level, whether mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? You've got to get on the same level and then understand the benefits of helping that person move into a different phase, move into adding that value, giving them things to learn from, to add value to them. Value is so important and it's so forgotten today. We talked mm-hmm. about in sales mm-hmm. environments, you know, it's not about price, it's about value. And people really forget that there's not a price tag on relationships that that no. can do anything besides, you know, what value can bring in a relationship is huge. And so this personal growth journey is about personal relationships. It's about work relationships. Absolutely. It's about, you know, it, adding adding that value to be able to strengthen right? To strengthen Mm -hmm. your company, your family, your community, all of those Mm -hmm. things are so important. And, and if, I don't know, the encouraging thing is that you can learn this from wherever you are. You just have to have what we talked about in the beginning, the right mindset. You have to be able to say, I've not experienced this before, but I'm ready to learn and 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 the thing that I want you to talk about next <laughs> is this fear of failure, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes we start to do things and because uh, John Maxwell's book, The 15 Laws of Growth, chapter one, talks about all these gaps that we we can't move through something because we might may have expectations. Or we may be comparing ourselves to people. We may not, you know, the timing may not be right for us. But mm-hmm. this fear of moving through change um, is is so important. And so teaching, you know, teaching our listeners as you do, because you're so great. You do all your Facebook lives and you're so consistent. <laughs> and, and people can just jump Thank on you. and get a great lesson. And I've learned Spanish from you. <laughs> 
a little bit. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, there you go. But you know, talk talk about these gaps, right? The gaps that we mm-hmm. we can identify to say, okay, f- fill those gaps and don't be afraid, and maybe you're going to fail. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you? How are you overcoming those things in your life that are that are gaps, right, for the in- intentionality? First of all, in order for us to overcome the gaps, Melanie, we need to understand what failure is, mm-hmm. right? Because if, if you will never be able to overcome the gaps if you don't have a good understanding of what failure is because um, we are always facing those gaps at different levels. That's right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we are always facing fear at different levels. Right, fear is 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 constantly present. It's just that there is a story, there is a story of of a um, of a of a tribe. Uh, the, the, there is the master chief, right? The, the chief master of the tribe is having a conversation with his grandson. It's the story of the two wolves. I don't know if you heard that story. And and the grandson, the the, the grandfather is telling the the child is telling son, we have. Inside of us, we have two wolves, one good and one bad. And the grandson looks back at his grandfather and he asks, which one is stronger? Mm. And, the grandf- and the grandfather answers, the one you feed the most. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The two wolves is fear and faith. We all have fear. We all have faith. Some people have faith in their dreams. Some people have faith in their fear. Some people are so faithful to their fear that they never do anything because they are afraid. They believe their fear more than they believe their dreams. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So whether you have faith in me or have faith in your growth, you you have faith. Trust me, you have faith. You may not call it that, but you have faith. When you get in your car and you put the keys in your car or you push that button, you have faith that when you push that button, the car is going to start. That's faith. When you speak into the microphone that you're speaking right now, you have the faith that I'm going to be able to hear you. Otherwise, you would not be speaking into the microphone. Mm -hmm. You have faith. When you flip the switch in your house for the lights to come on or to go off, you have the faith that whatever outcome you're looking for is going to transpire. So you have faith. Everybody has faith. Everybody it's just that we sometimes, you know, we, we just sometimes have faith, too much faith in our failure, in our fears. So if you're going to overcome these gaps, you first have to have a good definition of what failure is. And for me, failure, failure is just the steps on my way to success. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Exactly. And if if you want if you want to talk about success, okay, Misa. So then, what is success? Success is massive failure. That's what success is. Growth is massive failure. So, you know, here's the thing. And and, and yes, I'm gonna get into the gaps, Melanie. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. You're so great. (laughs) You know, many people. Many people don't grow because they're afraid, because they fear, right? They have the fear of failure. They, they, they fear failing. So here's the thing. Let's talk about that. You don't do anything because you are afraid. And as a result of not doing anything, it makes you look like you never fail, right? Mm-hmm. 
Are you fo- are you following me? Absolutely. Right. Not not doing anything makes you look like you never fail. But that is because you're never trying something new. And as a result of not trying something new, you've been, you are stuck, right? So you don't try anything new because you fear failure. But not trying anything new is making you a failure. Yep. That's okay? so, so important. So are you following that? It sounds like a tongue twister and semantics and, 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 and I'm playing with words, but I want to make sure that you get that. You know, being stuck, being stuck doesn't hurt. That's why they call it a comfort zone, right? So being stuck doesn't hurt at all. That's the reason why they call it a comfort zone. So you are in your comfort zone. You're not trying anything new because you are afraid. You're afraid. So how do you face fear? Listen, fear, first of all, fear, you can never eliminate fear. I feel fear. Melanie feels fear. You in the audience feel fear. The strongest person in the world feels fear. The, bravest, the, the person that you think is the bravest man or woman in the world feels fear. The only thing is that you, in order for you to diminish or to lower the volume of fear, you have to do what you are afraid of. Do what you fear, and the death of fear is certain. Okay? Do I still have you, Melanie? I'm still here? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. It's so true. And and it's move through that fear. Move through what's uncomfortable. Go and experience something so that you can learn how to fail. And then you learn how mm-hmm. to experience failure. And that actually advances you to be able to be curious about other things and know that it's not impossible Right. To be able to do things that you're curious about, that you have interest in, that get you from this unstuck zone to have you Mm -hmm. to live a more fulfilled life. Really, that's kind of what this personal growth journey is all about is saying what's important to me. What are my strengths? What do I love? What Mm -hmm. makes me sing? What makes me joyful? And to be able to experience those more than the pain that life automatically brings you because everybody has pain and everybody has Mm -hmm. things that, you know, that aren't so great that happen to us beyond our control. And so we have to learn that, that consistency effort, right? That effort every day uh, that we can plan that things Mm -hmm. are, that will uplift us, that will make our soul happy, that will bring us joy and bring those around us joy. Absolutely, it's 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 so true, you know. And and here's one thing I like about fear is that, or fear of failure is that when you dare to fail, you never start all over. You know, the, the, you never start all over. Mm-hmm. You you start again, but you don't start all over. You see the difference? You start from that place. You start from a yeah, it, little it, bit forward. Thank you. So you're always, even if you didn't get to where you wanted to be, when you start again, you're not starting all over. You're simply starting again, meaning that you are starting from the place where you where you stopped. And now you're stronger, you're better, you know, you see more, you have more experiences, and you have a different level of intuition, level, a different level of awareness, and you can tackle another another journey, right, another length uh, in that journey, and you can go even farther. So, a failure, being afraid of failure, 
simply makes us a failure. Mm-hmm. That that's all it is. And 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 here's my final point on that, Melanie. Your failure is not failing enough. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason I am a failure is because I am I am yet to fail enough. Hmm. That's true. <laughs> that is, you know, it's simple, but it's true. And so success okay. is just on that other side. Success is just on exactly. that other side. So push exactly. through it. That, that's my message yeah. to people of, you know, following people. And we are so, I don't want to say, you know, we're so hyped up on this personal growth journey, but we are so committed to the process. And we are so committed to teaching and helping others find out what their gifts are and find out how to be, you know, live in that strength zone, you know, to really Mm -hmm. fulfill their life. And so I love that you have gone, taken us all through this. And I want to ask you, I don't, you know, I know we're we're kind of running on energy here, (laughs) but... But you, with you know, with your kids, I think about kind of. I don't want to miss this opportunity to ask you about the contribution, the legacy, the things that you're planning on doing to teach your children as they grow up. What does that look like uh, for Maciel and your family? Oh my God, it's it's uh, now you struck a record <laughs> <laughs> because it is about you know it it is what John teaches us with. Adding yeah. value to yourself and being successful and then understanding that there's a significance in the world to give back to yeah. others, to create this legacy. So yeah, yeah, talk yeah, to us yeah. about that. So, so here, here's one thing. <laughs> I, I became really emotional recently, uh, this year, 2018, about a month or two ago. Uh, I... I'm, I'm constantly running around. You need to be sort of like uh, an Olympian to be chasing me. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, constantly, I'm constantly in and out. I, I, you know, I got a bit late. I get up early. I'm, I'm, I'm writing. I'm reading. I'm doing different things, videos, and all that stuff. And, and I'm on the phone constantly. And 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 I do have my time for my family and all of that. But uh, in in this particular day my son Michel Jr. he was chasing me around he's eight years old and he was chasing me around and and he just I was just giving him a computer recently so he's trying to be in my office doing what I'm doing he was he's trying to come to work with me and and do all that and it got to the point where I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed because I'm too focused I'm, I'm going out I, I got stuff to do and, and and I and I asked him to give me some space and he looked at me and he said, I just want to be like you. And, <laughs> and I dropped everything. I dropped everything. And, 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 I, and, and, and no, in my mind, I said, if you just don't say anything else in your life, <laughs> and you just leave it at that, you know, <laughs> wow. and, and, you know that 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 also it, it, I became emotional to that, but at the same time, it tells me it's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a big responsibility, and he and he has it has brought a is bringing a huge shift, a big shift in 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 the chemistry in my family in the house. Is bringing a a a, a different level of how we either treat each other. 
you know, we say thank you for the smallest little thing that most of the time we take for granted, you know, just giving each other a glass of water or holding the door or, or, hey, can you bring me this? You hear constantly, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you for this and this and that. And, and in my opinion, it is a result of us just taking a bath, you know, deep in, going and marinating ourselves in this um, growth mindset, in this intentionality uh, lifestyle of seeing you as a valuable person, mm-hmm. not, 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 take, not, not discriminating against you because you're four years old or because you're eight years old or because you are a female or a male or because I'm the one, you know, with, with the title or you are the one with the degree. You know, th- there is none of that. Mm-hmm. There is as a result of, of and, and what this doing is it's, 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 uh, it's spilling out. And people from the outside are noticing. Mm-hmm. And, and from time to time, you get the occasional question. What's the secret? Or how do you guys do this and do that? And, and that's the sign. There is growth. I love that. You know, you said you, that. You, 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 yeah. You know, it's the, the, the sign that you're growing. It's becoming evidence, right? What you do in secret, what you do in secret, it will be revealed in public, right? So if you have if you have bad habits and if you have good habits, eventually they will be revealed in public, right? And 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 and, it, and it's 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 completely changed. Mm-hmm. You know, it completely changed the household. Absolutely, yeah. that is amazing. I love that you said the the word secret, <laughs> right? Because there are so many people that say. Oh my gosh, what's the secret? How do you live yeah. a life with success? And one of my other mentors, Eric Reed, that I love, I follow him on Monday mornings uh, and through mm-hmm. the week at eight o'clock Eastern because he teaches on how to live a life with success. And he talks mm-hmm. about the secret a lot. And, you know, what is the secret of living a successful life? Well, it's not really a secret, it's having all of these things that you and I have discussed today. And sure. implementing those into your life so that you mm-hmm. can say, uh, it's not anything that I'm doing differently at home than what I'm doing in public, right? And that's so important that you just shared yeah. that because, and thank you for sharing that. I know that's very personal, but yeah. what a legacy to be able to bring to your children, you know, that song, The Cat's in the Cradle, an American old Absolutely. tale, right? And, and it's throughout your lifetime when your son says, I want to be like you. What mm-hmm. power that, that brings back to you? Very, very much. You know, it's just, it, it, I don't I, you know, again, I, I kind of choked a little bit in that because uh, I, I, it, it's, 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 sometimes you hear compliments from other people, but when the people that admire you most are the closest to you, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. See, to me, success is that success is that you know the worst of me, and yet you want to build something with me. Mm-hmm. All right, the success is that you know the button where you can destroy me, and yet you don't use it against me. Exactly, you don't right? manipulate it f- and, against me. And, you support and and really lift and, me. Right, that's. Ex- that's exactly, and, and 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 when you 
when you are able to accomplish that within your family, when the people that are closest to you respect you the most, you are successful. That is so important. You know, in closing, I just want to remind everybody, um, Maciel is a John Maxwell leadership coach, and so am I. And we really believe in these principles. And I think tying everything together is the common quote that John Maxwell teaches us. And at every conference, every live event, every time he gets on the training calls, and he says, leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. And as as you've closed this off, this story, so powerful to tie this all, all together and influencing your kids, your family, those closest to you is what being an everyday leader is all about. So Absolutely. Man, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being on this program. And I want to give you just a closing, you know, give us a couple of last thoughts for my listeners in how they can reach you, how to follow you. Um, you know, the Spanish community, I want to give, you know, opportunity to connect to a lot of my friends and family that are uh, from the Spanish community so they can follow you as well. Yeah. So, t- Melanie, first of all, again, thank you for, you know, opening the mics and bringing me here and, and address and, and make an attempt to share with your audience and, and, and add value to them. So I'm very grateful for that. And I'm very respectful uh, of that. And I don't take it lightly. I don't I don't think it's a it's a it's a little thing that you're doing here. And. I, I hold it with very, very high regard. So thank you for that. To, to the audience, what I would say, growth is all about potential. Growth, it, 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 it's, you know, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not can you grow, rather is how much can you grow. You know, that, that, that's, that's the one thing. And since we talk, you know, we're talking about the 15 laws, let me, let me share with you something, and perhaps Melanie, I'm, I'm praying that you have never seen this because that way I can add value to you as well. Um, but I, I memorized this from the book, and, and it's one of the things I do when I teach these laws because I, 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 you know, all of these laws is all about potential. And if you look at the introduction, I don't know if you have the book with you, but if you look at the introduction, at the very first chapter in the introduction says, potential is one of the most uh, wonderful words in any language. It looks forward to optimism. It is filled with hope, right? It promises success. <laughs> it implies fulfillment. It hints at greatness. Potential is a word based on possibilities. <laughs> now, you know, you and I study the 21 in the field of a loss of leadership, and within the 21 in the field of a loss of leadership, there is a law called the law of the inner circle. And that law says that a leader's potential is determined by the people closest to him, right? That's what it says. That law says that the leader's potential is determined by the people closest to him. And here we're talking about potential, right? It's, it's, it implies to all of these things. So mm-hmm. let's do the equation now. It's what I call leadership math. So if my potential is determined by the people closest to me, and if potential looks forward to optimism, how optimistic I am is determined by the people closest to me. Mm-hmm. If my potential is determined by the people closest to me, and potential 
is filled with hope, how hopeful you are and I am will be determined by the people closest to me. Mm-hmm. Are you following the picture? Mm-hmm. S- same thing with success. If potential promises success, how successful I am is determined by the people closest to me. Fulfillment, greatness. Potential is based on possibilities. So how many, what kind of possibilities, the possibilities that I'm exposed to, that I get, will be determined by the people closest to me. Misai, what is your point? My point is that you cannot grow alone. That's my point. Mm -hmm. And in closing, I'm I'm telling you this in closing because the reason you're listening to this is because a person like Melanie and and myself and, and whoever else Melanie is exposing you to is because she sees potential in you. And as a result of that, she's trying to create an environment in which your potential could be looking into the future with more optimism. So you can become more optimistic. So you can increase your hope that you're no longer looking at the environment where you are and thinking less of you, right? Rather being more hopeful. That you determine to be more successful based on the potential that you have because of the people that you are surrounded with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? And that you understand that there is greatness within you. And that's why, you know, you are listening to this podcast. That's why you're connecting with Melanie. And that's why we're here. And that's why we are surrounding yourself with the right people. So you have potential, surround yourself with the right inner circle. Ex- exactly. And and so, and that is so important because as mentors and when having mentors, you're one of my mentors. John Maxwell is one of our mentors and the, and the team, Mark Cole and Paul Martinelli and Roddy Galbraith and Christian Simpson mm-hmm. and Chris Robinson and all of these people influence us. And to have yeah. that right growth mindset, to be able to join a personal growth class, to be able to experience the journey, whether it's on Facebook, following people in their Facebook lives and getting inspired to say, hey, I, I want to start my morning. I want to start my evening. I want to go to bed, you know, feeling great about what I've done and accomplished that day. Um, it's all out there, right? And it's it's being able to kind of put the Facebook stuff that's negative and kind of yeah. get rid of that and go to to places that are going to inspire you. And so that is exactly what this is about, is to help people connect to people that are are leading their lives every day with success and really special that have influenced me on my journey because I am learning every day. And so I think it's critical to connect people with all of my guests. And so how can we follow you? What's the best way to follow you? (laughs) <laughs> so my name is Misael Diaz, all right? Misael Diaz, M-I-S-A-E-L-D-I-A-Z, that's my name. Um, I appear just like that on Facebook, but if you go to facebook.com forward slash A leadership, the, the letter A and the word leadership all together, A leadership, that will take me, that will take you into my um um, uh, professional fan page. You can hit like on that. You can also follow me right there. If you use Instagram, you can go on Instagram also at A Leadership, the same domain, A Leadership, the letter A as Apple, the word leadership. If you go on YouTube, you just go to youtube.com and forward slash A Leadership. You're going to find there as well. Uh, I'm just starting to, um, 
increase my presence on YouTube. So I'm bringing all of my videos from Facebook and Instagram into YouTube. So that's, that channel is going to take off uh, uh, very soon. So you can follow there as well. Uh, and um, we do, I do um, an interaction on Mondays, what I call leadership language. It's in Spanish. And uh, I've tried for the longest time to do the same thing on Thursdays. Sometimes I get too busy. I cannot do both days. But I'm very consistent on Mondays. And English version is on Thursdays. I need to become more committed to it. But it's, it's, it's happening on English on Thursdays. So, um, you know, appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Thank <laughs> you for having me here, Melanie. It's, it's Great. Thank Absolutely. You. And I'm going to put all these links um, underneath when I promote this out to Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. And so we'll have all of the links to, to you um, on my Everyday Leaders uh, 50 and 50 Facebook page as well. And then the journal that will be coming out, um, you will have a chapter in so people can also connect to you there. And if you are able to come to the Leadership Summit that will happen March 2nd, 2019 at the Indianapolis Museum of Art, we would love to have your presence there to help continue to connect the um, you know people in the community and lifting their leadership to become the best leaders that they can. So uh, all of those invites, you know, we will connect you on uh, social media so that people can continue to learn from you. So thank you so very much for being on the program. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you for having me. Have a great 2018. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit is coming to Indianapolis, Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. Join me along with the 50 and 50 guest from Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. This exclusive event will take place at the beautiful New Fields Indianapolis Museum of Art on Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. You won't want to miss this one-of-a-kind leadership workshop where you will personally engage with these 50 leaders and learn how to apply their strategies to live your life with success. Don't miss this opportunity. You can be a part of this exclusive inaugural leadership summit here in Indianapolis, March 2nd, 2019. Early bird registration begins on April 20th, 2018. Remember, there's limited space available, so reserve your spot now. If you know of anyone that would be interested in sponsoring this exclusive event, please have them contact me directly at make at makeconnectionsforlife.com. Thank you for following the podcast of Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.